the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So how is it that we love each other? We love each other by being patient with each other. Because that's what love is. And I'll ask you the question, has God been patient with you? Then we ought to treat each other with the same kind of patience. You know, so often we think of the church as that building we go to every Sunday, sometimes Wednesdays if we're really active. But really the church isn't so much the building as it is the people that inhabit that building 24-7. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Today we continue our series we began last Friday called The Body of Christ, and it is just that, a look at the body of Christ. Here's Pastor Layton now with today's program. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. You know, for any part of the human body to consider another part as useless is ludicrous because each and every part contributes to the health and the well-being of the body. The muscles, they move the diaphragm that brings air into the lungs, and the lungs extract the oxygen. They pass it along in the blood that's pumped by the heart and filtered by the kidneys and the liver, and the whole system works together, and each part is dependent on another. And that's the way it is in the body of Christ. Each of us are interdependent in the body of Christ. You are important in the body of Christ. If you took nothing else away from you this morning, I would like you to take that. You are important in the body of Christ. Paul says in verse 22, in fact, some of the parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. And so we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen while the more honorable parts do not require the special care. So God has put the body together such that the extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all of the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all of the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all of the parts are glad. You know, that night I stubbed my toe, Every other part of my body knew about it. And every other part of the body wanted to come to the rescue in some fashion. And that's the way it should be in the body of Christ. If some of us are hurting, the rest of the body should know about it and should be able to respond, come to the aid, come to the help. If that's not taking place, we've got a communication problem. We've got a nervous system problem we need to, we need to remedy. Now, we've talked about how important each and every one of us is as a part of the body of Christ, and, and it would seem logical at this point we might study the spiritual gifts, and perhaps in the weeks to come that we'll do that. But I, I'd like it to take it in a little different direction. 
and that being this direction this morning. I mean, if we are parts of the body of Christ, then we should be contributing to whatever it is that the body of Christ is doing. Does that make sense? So then we should ask ourselves, what is the body of Christ doing so that we can look at what we're doing to see if we're contributing to what the body of Christ is doing or should be doing? So what should the body of Christ be doing? Jesus gives us that answer when he says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. That was his instruction to his followers who became the church on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit was poured out. And his instructions remain to this day. That's what his body, the body of Christ, the church, is all about. It's going, and it's making disciples, and baptizing, and teaching. Now, Jesus used the word go, and that's a proactive word. We, as a church, we don't wait for people to come to us. Now, sometimes they do, and we thank God when they do, but we're doing everything we can to be proactive. We're trying to go into our world, and we recognize the world begins right outside the doors of our church. And so we're, we're to go. We're to be proactive in seeking to make disciples. We're to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, the person has to choose to be baptized. I mean, you know, uh, we're not going to grab somebody and dunk them without their knowledge and consent, okay? Because that defeats the whole purpose of baptism. The purpose of baptism is to proclaim and profess voluntarily Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And, you know, some people have made a mistake in, in thinking of the baptism here at Church of the Highlands as being baptized into church membership here at Church of the Highlands. That's not the case. We have a membership class for membership here at Church of the Highlands. Baptism is something bigger than membership at Church of the Highlands. Baptism is being baptized into the body of Christ. And, uh, and so uh, we want to go and we want to say, listen, Jesus said you need to be baptized. And they responded to me and saying, I want to be baptized. Uh, let me be baptized so I can proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And then we're to teach them to obey everything that we've commanded you. Now, what does that mean? Well, everything that, they, that God has commanded is provided for us in the Bible, and that's why we as a church study the Bible. We want to know what God's guidelines and his, his commandments and so forth are for us. If we were to say, Jesus, can you summarize for us the commandments? I think we would find the answer in Matthew chapter 22, because he was asked the question, what's the most important? And this is how Jesus responded. He said, you must love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. So the absolute most important thing is to love God completely and entirely. He's first, no competition. That's the way it is. And then he continues, he says, and the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So we're to love God, we're to love each other. Well, how do we love each other? You know, there are a lot of definitions for the word love that are passed around. The best definition, I believe, ever penned in the history of mankind is found in our Bible. And it's found in the next chapter, chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians, verse 4. 
It says love is. Now, I go back to my school days. Uh, my teacher would tell me that's a connecting verb. Love is this. This is love. You can reverse them. Interchangeable. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth that always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So how is it that we love each other? We love each other by being patient with each other, because that's what love is. And I'll ask you the question, has God been patient with you? Then we ought to treat each other with the same kind of patience. Has God been kind to you? Then we should treat each other with the same kindness as God has treated us. So we as a church, we believe uh, that a great commitment to the Great Commission and the Great Commandment will grow a great church. It requires a great commitment to the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. The Great Commandment says to love God. It's called worship. To love your neighbor, we call it ministry. To go and make disciples, that's what we call evangelism. And to teach them is called discipleship. And that's what we as Church of the Highlands function as a par part in the body of Christ. That's what we're committed to. But we can only accomplish what we're supposed to be accomplishing if all of the parts are healthy and active where they need to be. So I'm going to invite you to just bow your head, close your eyes for a moment, because I want to ask you a personal question. And it's just between you and God and the answer. You don't need to talk with me or speak with anyone else. But I'd like to ask you, what about you? What about you? Are you doing your part, whatever that might be, in the body of Christ, the part that he's called you to, he's gifted you to? Are you doing your part? Perhaps you didn't know you had a part. And this morning, I'm going to say, are you interested in finding out what your part is? Seeking God's guidance in your life so you can fulfill your part in the body of Christ. If you uh, want to be active in the church, we'd love to have you active in the church. I invite you to call the office, talk with Pastor Abner, and we're going to find your ministry here at Church of the Highlands. Because we want to be healthy and as a church and ready to receive the new believers that Jesus is going to bring in from the San Francisco Bay Area. Lord, we thank you for what you have done here at Church of the Highlands. 
And we thank you, Lord, for what you continue to do and will do. Lord, we do want to be a healthy, active church and healthy part of your body. And we want you, Lord, to bring new believers to Church of the Highlands so that they can be encouraged in their faith, learn more about you and your word. Lord, we thank you that there's not a one of us that's not important, that every one of us is important. Thank you, Lord. Now, as we go forth from this place, Lord, we ask you to make us lights for your kingdom in this world of darkness. May your grace and your goodness be reflected in our lives and in our living and attract people to you. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Well, thank you for spending a few moments of your time with us here today on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands. If you would like to know more about this ministry or Church of the Highlands, we invite you to visit our website. You can find us at highlands.us. Again, that's highlands.us. We'll see you back here tomorrow as we continue our series, The Body of Christ, on Study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.